what? how's your week been? Or your Good. half week since we recorded last? Because I think we did the last one on Monday, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was Monday. It was Monday. So it's been like... It's been a few days. It's been four days since then. How have your four um, days been? Good, I finished Breath of Fire 2. Holy crap, dude. It you, was, were, it was, you were hitting these at like a clip of like two a week now. <laughs> it was... Yeah, it's 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 I I was gonna start um, Fantasy Star two actually, mm. but I was a little bit bummed because um, it doesn't have the same first person dungeon view, and I didn't know that. And it's like in more just a traditional sort of you know top down type view. Um, oh yeah, so I was like a, I was, like a Final Fantasy style. Yeah, and and so I was just kind of like uh. I'm not, I'm not into this right now. So I'm, I'm t- I might take a break, play some, play some more modern games again. <laughs> we, we started playing Yakuza three, uh, picking it back up. And oh yeah, that's right. You started, I remember started you like a saying month ago. that you, you started it and you were like really blitzing through them and then you bought them all and you're like, all right, we started three and then you just kind of stopped talking about it. Yeah. It just happens. Like we were, uh, so we took a break for like a week and then, um, monster hunter came out and then i was just playing a lot of monster hunter and yeah that's that's understandable i was like yeah i'll come i'll come back to it eventually i know it's not gonna it's not going anywhere mm-hmm. um and i don't remember i think that's it was, yeah so we just started playing that again last night we finished up the first part of the the game so now we're we're headed to uh Kamurocho again um so that's that's cool that's i guess that's what people are saying that's when the game actually starts I mean, uh, it's a it's a whole thing with like um, with a lot of the later Yakuza games, because Kamurocho is I, I've said many times that Kamurocho is kind of a character. Yeah. And so later on in the series, you increasingly get this feeling of like they're introducing you to new areas. OK, and they'll start you in those areas. And then like going to Kamurocho is like a big deal. Because you know it's there. You know you're going there and you're not there yet. But it's like there is kind of the feeling of like, well, I mean, you know, you're going to end up there eventually. Yeah, it's too big. of It's sort of it sort of builds anticipation to get there. Yeah, I I mean, I know you were saying that people are annoyed by the slow start of three. um, But I I don't know. I don't mind it. I've I've seen really divided opinions on that. Some people really like it. I, I, maybe this is colored somewhat by streaming. Sure. Um, and you know, cause there's always the feeling of like, there is something that like, I might enjoy sort of like the, the quiet moment and the, and the slow start and just the, the silly melodrama, but I'm like this, but there's, the, there's also the feeling of like, this feels like it's boring. <laughs> Even if I'm not bored with it, it feels like it is boring content. Sure. Well, and you when you played it, it was kind of earlier in your streaming too. Like it was a couple of years ago now, right? It was a couple of years ago, yeah. So that would also color that where you might be more sensitive to that worry, even if it's something that you love. Mm-hmm. Whereas now if you played it, you might be you might enjoy just playing the game and then hoping that other people are having fun. Um yeah, I think I think there's also something to be said for like going from Dragon Engine in Kiwami 2. And then I think I also I think I also skipped over and played uh 
I think I spent time in between with uh, the Fist of the North Star game. Oh, okay. That's made by uh, RGG Studio. Yeah. That is just a Yakuza game, but like in that universe. <laughs> yeah, but and then Judgment the came Star. out somewhere in there too. Ah, okay. I think I played Judgment between three and four, but Judgment is another Dragon Engine game, and those games are all like the Dragon Engine's really, really good and really fun, and it's. I was bracing for how difficult it would be to go backwards mm-hmm. from like the really fun, polished, smooth look of the Dragon Engine to like, you know, 2011. Yeah, to a, to a game that was uh, a big deal on PS3 because it was early. <laughs> right. Like, it's not a late PS3. Like you can tell the difference between Yakuza 3 and, and, and 5, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so absolutely. it's, I think for me, the game's a little, it's a little slow, but I, I like the environment and it would be sort of, it's sort of like a, a place I would enjoy visiting, like going to Okinawa and, and mm. being on the beach like that would, be, so it was, it was sort of fun just to, uh, walk around and think about it like that. It was also the first Yakuza game that I played was three and I played maybe That's like three ish chapters on mm-hmm. PS3. So I had kind of a fun memory of there's one spot that I didn't know what it was from, but my memory of Yakuza, all I really remembered, and I think I mentioned this before, was standing at like a, a bridge overlooking a river. And I was like, oh, this is probably that spot that I was thinking of, like, because it was a river through a city. And then I was like, oh, yeah, OK, this is where it was. So it was kind of neat to see that. It was just sort of fun. Also, I mean, I wasn't in a huge rush to get to the next big story beat because just by virtue of knowing what's not exactly knowing what's coming next story-wise, but mm-hmm. knowing that people rank three uh, way lower than the other ones, or specifically that people, a lot of people rank zero and then Kiwami two mm-hmm. at the top end of, yeah, of sure. the, of the series. And Generally, I've already played yes. those. So it's like, Oh, well maybe I'm not expecting anything exciting. Like I'm not expecting anything now because I've sort of played what people consider to be the best because it was released at the end of stuff. Sure. Um, so now it's sort of just enjoying the the ride rather than looking for. I oh god, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. It's more of like this is just fun now. I'm just 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 playing it and see what seeing what happens. All right. So you know you know how I feel about about like Yakuza storylines in general, right? I like, think so. <laughs> I like them. They're good. They're fun. I use the word dumb to refer to most of those stories in a positive way. Yeah, they're dumb. Right? Like, oh man, this is dumb. And I'm smiling and laughing, right? Well, yeah, like that's part of the joy of it. It is. So, Yakuza 3 does not have the best story, but it might have the dumbest story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm guessing based on what's happened so far. I mean, the what where how far are you actually? What, no, what like are literally the main, we're What are the main conflicts at the moment? We're we're literally getting on the plane to go to Kamarocho. It's the okay. very beginning of of the of the actual story. Right. Um so, so you, almost nothing has happened. You've seen a sketchbook? Well, yeah, just well like a like a little girl's Mm-hmm. Both, yeah. yeah but we there's nothing we've really seen there other than the fact that she's like oh yeah no that's the person and you're like no way how's that possible mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much where we're at and cool. so i'm thinking i'm thinking all of the dumbest possible reasons that could be um and i'm hoping that oh it's one of them 
and I'm, I'm hoping it's the dumbest one I could think of, which was like some stupid evil twin story. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't know if that's true. I actually don't know. So don't tell me, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, nothing. I'm saying, I'm, okay. I'm hoping this it's is La Mulana smile face, right? Like I'm, I'm hoping it's something that stupid. If it's not that specifically, um, which is, it's basically what I want out of a Yakuza storyline is I don't expect, so Metal Gear Solid, I kind of expected a coherent story that was insane, like anime. Sure, like, yeah. Like a story that you could actually sit down and say, hey, this makes sense almost, but it doesn't right. entirely, right. but I, I am enjoying all of the, I'm enjoying it in the sense that I feel like maybe it could happen sort of, kind of. Metal um, Gear Solid is a is a series of exaggerated themes cobbled together into a storyline. Yeah. Whereas what I want from Yakuza is like a, a daytime soap opera. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that's what I that's what I'm hoping for is just <laughs> one of those where, where it only where it only can happen in a soap opera because you're like, that's there's no way he has another evil twin. We've already done the storyline last season, right? Like that's right, the kind right. of dumb the the dumb story beats you want from it where you're dating or it turns out you're dating your your grandma, but she's only 40 or something <laughs> weird crap. Yes. Uh, absolutely that's the kind of nonsense i want from from yakuza not and that specifically but I mean, i'd rather never have that specifically <laughs> i mean like if i really dig down in there's probably something that's not as far from that as you think <laughs> excellent i mean like I don't have anything in mind specifically. I'm just, I'm hearing that and I'm like, that just, that sounds like something they would do. Yeah. It, well, or it sounds like something it'd be, they'd be close to. Yeah. Or like, at least from a side story perspective, right? Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, that's, is, is, that's what I'm, that's what I hope for. Okay. Well, I'm going to just, so, so as to like very pointedly make sure that I give absolutely nothing away in any direction. Welcome to the retro breakdown. <laughs> yeah, welcome. We're just going to we're just going to segue directly out of that and I just, you know, I'm glad you're back into it. Um the uh I'm very tired. I've been working all week. Um I'm I'm time wanderer, by the way. You can call me <laughs> Dean, I guess. I'm on twitch.tv/timewanderer, youtube.com/timewanderer. Um and I'm going to play the Nier re-release tonight. Oh, cool. You know, I really loved Nier. The original Nier was mm -hmm. a, a game that nobody really talked about that much. And I was I, I picked it up and uh, I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed it. And then I was like, oh, cool, I can play through it again. And then I was like, cool. Oh, then there's some other stuff to do. And then you get to the very end. And I don't want to say anything specifically. I'm sure right, you've played right. it already. But yes. the, the super, like, the... The thing you have to do to get the best ending is one of my favorite things any video game has ever done because it's absolutely, it's super evil. Um, it is, it is an insane thing by a crazy person. Yeah. And did you know that Yoko Taro tried to, tried to institute the same type of mechanic for the near crossover content in Final Fantasy fourteen? like how that would be awful whatever yeah. that would be that would, i don't even understand no that's now that's now yeah. that's not cool yeah the the people <laughs> at the the ff14 people had to like tackle him and be like dude no yeah you stop that that's you now don't that's not understand 
That's that would that would that would that would have been the worst decision ever. Like like Actually, I, I am not even <laughs> I am not even joking when I say that like this is how you get your offices firebombed. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Like to be fair, it would almost literally. it would be one of those moments where you'd be like, Yeah, that's justified. <laughs> like, like dude, that like MMO people are crazy. You don't mess I mean, with their save data. When it comes to but but an MMO save data is way different than any kind of It sure is. So I know you've never really played an MMO, but Not you really. can imagine if you were to play a single player game for, I don't know, literally over a hundred or two hundred or three hundred days played. And then to be like, yeah, ha ha, gone. You'd be like, yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha ha, this DLC took 10 years of my life from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad that someone slapped him and said no, because that's, that's just, that's not okay. In, in fairness, I don't think that it ever really made it I'm terribly sure. far in, you know, like, no. I don't think he ever made it terribly far in the in the production process before they were like not even a little bit. To to be but honest, he brought it up. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I bet you it would have it would have come up in a different way than what we're envisioning, and even that was too much. And they were just like, "No, just stop. That that's enough." Um, yeah, yeah but so might, so I, I it might even just be like, you know, they'll lose all of the progress that they made throughout the throughout this this dungeon section. or something like that yeah something like, something just in this content you do right. like the you give them the whole like it was just a dream situation still stupid but and and how do you even really do that then because it's not like a single player game where you're entering a zone well right, i mean you may right. enter a zone but it's not like a it's it's different because of how 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 mmos function i mean i guess you just like i guess you could just take away the stuff that they obtain from within those quests that, and stuff yeah but then like that raises the issue of like why why bother would just you it? even bother doing it then yeah then you just watch it online or at least that's what i would have done yeah just like watch someone else play through it because i like, wouldn't you, care enough the whole point of playing an mmo is to have stuff from like you do the event and then you have the stuff and then you just get to keep that stuff and then you can right. put it put it on and flaunt it when you want to and show other people that you have it it's like you can't take that aspect away. No, that's no, the no. whole. That's the whole feedback loop. Well, yeah, that's that's why you keep playing. Aside from the connections you make along the way, I suppose. Well, yeah, <laughs> but 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 even those only get you so far because everybody still wants to have like the new thing, whatever it is. Now, now, if they wanted to make it so all of the progress was removed, but you get something in return, like like a a, a title. Or sure, yeah. you get different That's dies, true. like some vanity thing. Like maybe it does nothing for your actual character, but you can prove to people you did it. Then it would be like a one of those, you know, internet flex things, and and then then people would, then it's fine if that's what they wanted to do with it. Uh, or they could have had an aspect that was like that, like you spend an enormous amount of time doing this one thing for a stupid title, but then that could be worth it to the people that are hardcore, and then then it might actually be, um, I don't want to say reasonable but but i could see it happening um but yeah. yeah i really liked i really liked near uh i recently played what's it called uh, uh what's the new one called automata automata yeah and i i had mixed feelings about it 
I kind of did too. I ended up really liking it, but it definitely doesn't hit the same notes the same way that the first game does. Yeah, yeah. to me it felt like it was just trying to tell us, like, so what I did enjoy about the game was they tried to be unique with all the fun different ways that you control the character, like the Mm -hmm. the hacking segments and all that. It was kind of neat, right? That was was fun. The actual story, though, I was kind of just, I I don't want to say I was yawning at it, but it was just sort of like, yeah, yeah, I get it. This is what's going to happen. They're going to... Like this is this is what they're going. They're trying to say this message about humanity and people and what's it mean to be alive. Blah blah blah. Right. And it just right, sort of right. felt like, um, it it. I don't know. I don't know how to explain my has feelings. A much more poignant message. Yeah. In its story. Yes. And especially when, uh, especially when you know, um, where Yokotaro was when he made it and what he was thinking. Hmm. Um. I don't know if you I don't know if you've heard the like his sort of MO on creating that story. No, not really. But you know the uh, minor spoilers if you're not if you haven't seen or played like the end of Nier, but you know how when you're going through the uh the additional endings, you get like additional scenes. Yes. Um and it sort of contextualizes what you're doing and it gives you this whole like feeling of like, "Oh wait, am am I, should I be doing this? <laughs> yeah. So Yokotaro said that his concept for the game is that he was really like, he was really shaken up by nine 11. Ah, okay. And he was thinking about it and looking at it. And he was like, he was thinking about how people can be so, how people can be so caught up in their own point of view and how and how like severely they will other people who are outside of their own circle. Yeah. And so as to anymore. like so as to basically like convince themselves that it's OK to to commit an atrocity of like an, a, a, a huge magnitude. Yeah. And so like. And he figured like the best way to the best way to convey that the best way to explore that is to put you, the player, in the position of a protagonist who you feel like you identify with and you Mm -hmm. feel like is doing good things and justifiable things and then slowly peel away the layers and show you like the other side of what you're actually doing. And make you recontextualize that and be like, oh, God, what have I been doing? Yeah. Well, and in fact, that that sense of identifying with the, the player was so important. They made two versions of the, the, the original game, right? Yeah, quite. Uh, the one of the one where you play as kind of like the pretty uh, the pretty boy was not released in, in right. America. Obviously, <laughs> it is. I mean, like the right. The uh, there's two versions of the game and the only ma- the only main version is that in one difference you only uh, made difference so um yona the 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 girl yeah that who's basically the plot macguffin of the entire game Mm -hmm. um in one case you play as her father and that's the version we got yep and in the other case you play as her older brother yeah and that's the version that came out today Oh, so is that is 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 that the the remake? Then you you don't play as the 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 gruff guy 
Yeah, you were we're getting the version they they did the remake specifically of the version that we didn't get. Ah, I didn't know that. Okay, so that's now cool. we're now we're Onichan near. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> that's true. That's what we are. <laughs> and not uh, it's 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 Nichan near and Papa near. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know that came out today. That's cool. It did. It did. You... Actually, it just unlocked on Steam at like noon. So it's been out for like three hours as of now. So, you know, speaking of times that games unlock, I don't know why Steam has things unlock at noon. It's weird to me. They have a reason and I forget what it is exactly. I'm but sure I have it's... talked to I have talked to uh, developers, uh, the developers of Undermine. Uh, every yeah. time they would push out like a new update or something or they'd have a new version of the game. Um, and I think also when they were uh, launching the full version of the game, there was a whole thing about like, when is the when is the update going to when is the update going to roll out? When's the update going to launch? And there was mm. a whole thing about like Steam is making us launch it at this time. And it's like it's basically I think they said something about like it's to prevent um manipulation of the front page because the front page gives, oh they're sacred uh, the, the sacred steam front page that... i know <laughs> i know there's a there's a whole thing where like you know like new releases get top billing and so if they oh. don't restrict if they don't restrict when games can release then you know people will just flood the marketplace every minute that doesn't even make sense. I I may be misrepresenting it, but it was no 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 no. The less sense it makes, the more likely it's exactly what what Valve was planning. You're right, <laughs> because because Valve's logic for a lot of things is very awkward. Awkward is a very kind word for it. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, so that's cool that that you're. Uh... That you're that you're able to dive into to near again, yeah. It's a I, pretty long game if yeah, you're playing through all of. You're never gonna finish anything. I'm never gonna finish anything. This week has been rough, man. <laughs> actually, actually, I like canceled half my streams this week. I didn't do <laughs> well, was, any of what I said I was gonna do. So, so at least that's because of work. <laughs> this is because you 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 have to you can't resist the shiny toy. <laughs> I like. I'm so tired. I've been working so much all week and I'm just like, you know what? I want to play something that I really want to. I don't care. I, yeah. I, I deserve a, I deserve a treat. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And near is a game I, that's really near is a game. that's really important to me. And I was just gonna, I was just gonna look past the, uh, the re-release and maybe just get it on sale later. But it comes out today and people are getting really excited for it. And I don't want to be like, I don't want to be on the outside looking in of people like really getting into and enjoying this game. And also someone in Discord posted a cosplay of Kaine and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, Nier's really good, though. <laughs> what's what's the name of I never Emil? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Dude. That character is so fun, and Emil is great. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm excited you're playing it again. It's 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 a definitely a good time. I've thought about playing the original. Actually, when I finished the when I finished uh, the the other near that I literally just blanked on the name, and you just told it to me. Replicant. 
No, Replicant is no, what's Replicant's actually coming one. out what's, today. What's, what's the one called? Automata. I God, I don't care for that game. When I was playing that, all I was thinking I about was how it. I wanted just... to replay Nier. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing about Replicant, right? I thought it was just an HD re-release. Mm-hmm. I thought they just, I thought they just like. That's actually my next question for you, because you were talking about being on the outside looking in, and I was like, well, there must be more to it than just a simple re-release, because otherwise you really wouldn't be on the outside looking in since you've already played it. But so what? So there's new According stuff to it then. According to like, I wouldn't. I don't know if there's new stuff aside from like we didn't get this version of the game, so like it's yeah. a little bit different in that sense. Well, new di- um, I'm sure they read, read. I'm guessing they redid dialogue. And they stuff. redubbed the dialogue, of course. Uh, they. Uh, oh yeah, I guess they would have had to. It would have been very jarring for it to be the old voice. Yeah, they Come. had to. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, like they redubbed the dialogue for everybody, mm-hmm. not just for Nier. They could have just had. They just could have just had a new person do all of the same lines for Nier and kept all the old ones. No, I f- I figured that's what you meant. I just meant specifically if they didn't redub, <laughs> you know. The, yeah. the, they actually the, the... like I've noticed that's happening a lot. They did the same thing for Demon Souls. They redubbed all the dialogue for the PS5. Uh, oh, that's cool. Remaster of Demon Souls. That actually makes sense when you think about when Demon Souls like came out compared yeah. to now. Now today's voice acting for a lot of things. Yeah, I, like I wonder how much of it is like just the fact that voice acting, English voice acting, has really really improved mm-hmm. in the last 10 years unless it's for slice of life anime then it's still terrible yeah well you know <laughs> no slice I'm of just... life anime is a is a distinctly japanese thing that is hard to express in english because it, none of it's, it feels it's impossible exactly yeah i was about to say it's actually impossible just because of the flow of the the, the way the language sounds it's mm-hmm. Some of the some of the sounds that they make are just awkward when you put them in English or like, oh, the way a certain type of character is supposed to talk. You're kind of like, well, that just sounds uncomfortable yeah, coming this, out in English. Yeah, this is this sounds forced and weird. Yeah. And you're doing it exactly the way you're supposed to. But oh, it's, thanks, it's, I it's, hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 exactly it. It's nothing bad about it's it's sort of like. You've you've reached it. It's right. This is this is as good as you can get in English. I'm not saying anything. It's not like before where it was like, oh no, this could be a lot better. It's basically mm-hmm. just, nah, this it's not for me, man. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. The other way, but then but then I'm I, I enjoy watching other things in English now. Like I've always, I mean, this is this is always a safe one. But like Cowboy Bebop, I, yep. I actually enjoy the that English the voice one. acting. But of course, that's the I I realize saying that sort of like. <laughs> it's basically just you know right down the center there <laughs> nobody really is gonna is. like that nobody's is the... gonna say anything about this like yeah wow you really went out on a limb with that one <laughs> that is the go-to like yeah okay you nailed it that one or maybe people are okay with dragon ball also just because everyone grew up with uh that anime is so in english in, well like, and it's in... jarring that like 70 year old grandma does Goku's what a, what a total badass she's so cool what a, well, how awesome is that i don't actually know if she has family or not but it would be really fun if that was your grandma <laughs> seriously like she won like she won some sort of like lifetime achievement award because she's been doing goku's voice for like 30 years or something i think that happened to the the, the woman that did bart's bart's voice also oh yeah I that think she got right. something like that or some some sort of notif- nod for like, hey, this is impressive. Yeah. She does <laughs> stuff I on mean, TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. I don't actually I've never used TikTok before, so I don't I know how I also how it haven't, works. but Jesse is on it every day, so I 
oh, yeah, okay. I experience you, you to... a lot of things by osmosis. That's kind of well. That's sort of nice. Then you don't have to be bothered with the in between. You just get to see the you know the gold stars, or I suppose the <laughs> the truly horrible. <laughs> you you get you get it curated on both ends of the spectrum for it, you. Yeah, basically, <laughs> pretty much. But um, you know, hold on, really quick. I just want to say, it is it is it's it's one thing to do a voice for a long time. It's another thing to do Goku for a long time because. I I don't I can't even imagine because like you've seen Sean Shemmel, the guy that does the English for Funimation Goku. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen him like scream as Goku before, but it's like this takes a lot out of a person. I can only yeah. imagine a seventy year old woman doing that. You have like, to do it for crap. a long time. Well, there's when they, I remember reading a story that when he was early, or I don't know if it was him or one of the other voice actors, but they actually passed out because because they they weren't they didn't have the breathing techniques down, and they kept having to redo one of the screaming scenes. One of because there's like, oh, you know God. only yeah. a handful. Um, and I guess the, I guess they blacked out or something like that, where they they just had lack of oxygen. It was like, oh, that was a. Uh, that was a bit too much. <laughs> that must be so, I don't know. I, You know, I did I, see, I think it was probably a TikTok video. I did see some rapper who grew up with Goku, whose mom wanted to meet Goku. So he like hmm. got Sean Schemmel to come to his house and they were just chatting or whatever. And I was like, that's sort of one of those neat, uh, th those sort of connections you wouldn't expect of like a voice actor for an anime to be a a popular rapper's family's person they want to meet. You you I don't know who the rapper was, so I can't say, but I'm sure it would pop. That's Google. cool though. But that made me that made me smile like such a I I I I wouldn't have expected that to be like a thing the family would want. And the mom was like, well, yeah, Goku is a a big part of our life. Like I remember I remember him <laughs> watching Dragon Ball, and I was like, oh my god, that's so fun. <laughs> Making this the only family. Who can say Goku is a big part of our life? Because <laughs> yeah. his family certainly can't say Cause that. Because Goku's family's yeah. <laughs> God, Goku's such a jerk. Oh man! <laughs> so, so I haven't been to... able to watch any more abridged since we uh, since we since we spoke last. But like, yeah, I, it's still living rent free in my head. <laughs> I, I would like, to, I should finish it because I think I watched up through somewhere around the Android saga or the start of it, I want to say. And then it's that's when it's were... about where I am right now, actually. I just, I think the last episode that I watched was, uh, was, uh, Trunk showing up. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what, that's, that's sort of what I remember seeing. No, I remember seeing some Dr. Giro, I think. But it was around that time that they were taking a big hiatus, I, I want to say. And they were, there was like a long, breaks between episodes and i just forgot about it and never never finished it because i also heard that i think we talked about this how they didn't they didn't go through the whole series they stopped with cell right i think they're still making it oh but wow very okay. slowly ah all right you know it'll be interesting to see how different the humor is at the end compared to the mm -hmm. beginning i know we've talked about that a lot yeah, already but it's it's just sort of it will be it would be sort of fun to see how it ends up compared to where it started yeah yeah, I'm def I'm definitely interested in that as well. This this got into a conversation about voice acting. We were talking about near. I was about to say we're. I was gonna say let's go back to near, but I don't remember exactly where we were with. Well, Nier. all I was gonna say, <laughs> and we don't have to dwell on it because we do have Fantasy Star to talk about. But, yeah. um, I was just gonna say they re-recorded all the lines. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they did the same thing for for uh, Demon Souls, and I. I'm curious because I don't know if it is 
that could either be a sound quality thing because like possibly the the voice samples that they had you know two console generations ago aren't good enough oh i'm going to guess that's a really big part of it especially if you're trying to promote it to be like on uh like new new sound systems and things right, like right, that right. it will sound bad just like they can't reuse you know metal gear solid voice lines because there's actually there, there's like static and stuff in right, some of right. the, the the lines or you can hear there's like background noise and things because yeah, yeah. uh because of how that you know they just have to re-record stuff or the other option or is it because like hey let's get a better take on all of these lines yeah i think it's kind of a great act. opportunity like, for both but I mean, like the original cut of Nier is phenomenal. Like I don't, I don't remember having any complaints about. No, like never mind complaints. Like there's a difference between like I have no complaints and I am actually impressed. True. I I guess what I meant was I didn't even think of the dialogue at all. I just enjoyed the story, which is kind of the best. Like that's kind of the the best you can experience when you're mm. thinking of a story being told, right? When when you don't pay attention to what like nothing is dumb, everything's great, and you're like, I love this. Like I'm, right, I'm, right, right, right. I'm enjoying all of this all the time, and it never gets in. It doesn't put its foot in its mouth. At least that's my memory of. It. Of course, it's a long time ago. At at no point do you stop to think whether something sounds natural. There's always yeah. that. There's always like you know. There's usually like one or two lines where it's like that was that sounded weird why did it sound like that or or one of my why favorites they say it like that <laughs> this actually wasn't a translation issue because it was from the dragon age people but in dragon age 2 one of the i don't know who it is but there there's there's a collection of their voice lines when you string them all together how terrible they are because one, per, one person just says balls like when something's like oh they're like oh balls and i'm like who the f- oh, yeah. who no who says that and it's it doesn't even make sense because of like when the timeline and, and it's 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 just it takes you out of the moment completely because it's so stupid <laughs> All right, my entire family said balls growing up. Yeah, exactly. In in but, that in that way, like oh balls. Right, but it's not you know two thousand and eight or whenever Dragon Age two came out. <laughs> no, I mean like like they still say it like growing up like it's that would not have taken me out at all. I'd have been like oh cool, someone else says that. Even if it's supposed to be like a medieval timeline. Okay, that is okay. It's, no, I see. It's yeah. like balls. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I guess maybe it's just not to me it was always like a thing you would say in a like a cartoon setting almost or like yeah. if you're trying to be a, a, a like an irreverent comedy or something. I don't know. But yeah. like a a moment where it's supposed to be a like an actual dialogue option that happens where where someone's just like oh balls. Like I don't <laughs> maybe it's just my a language thing for me and it's not it didn't hit like you said maybe it wouldn't have hit you at all. Uh, and I'm just the weird one when it cut, went like uh, in in that instance. Yeah, I'm open I, to that I possibility. Can, like, I'm thinking about it now, and it's like, well, that probably wouldn't have hit me, but maybe it should have because it <laughs> is a medieval. It is it is supposed to be a medieval setting. So, like, would that have sounded? Would that have sounded proper for that setting? Yeah, right, right, right. It's it's if it was a modern setting and somebody was saying it, I would have just kind of laughed and been like, "Oh, that's sort of awkward." But I wouldn't have been. It's it's kind of like in in when you and I know it just has to be there because that's how you market things. But it's sort of like when you're watching something like Game of Thrones and everybody's naked, but there's no hair on their body at all, or they have like perfect teeth, or they're just mm-hmm. they're talking about sex things that wouldn't even have happened then. Like people were not doing those sex things at that time, so or at least 
my understanding is that that was not a common practice, certain types of uh, acts and things. So it's like, why are they talking about this now? And it's just to make it exciting for people to watch, because I guess that's what people want. Um, and, and I understand I'm not expecting people to be historically accurate in terms of all parts of the the in, in all dialogue and all and all the way that people are displayed. But sometimes it's so out of left field that you're kind of like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I do not claim to be an expert on the origins of particular sex acts. Sure. So I can't speak to that, but I get where you're coming from. I guess it's more of how it's presented or talked about or the fact that it seems likely that if, you know, people haven't bathed for a long time, you may not have your face planted in there. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if You're hygiene right. I don't isn't, if hygiene is not an expectation, then you just kind of get used to the way people smell in places. I guess that's true. I mean, if if <laughs> I mean, for you all, just normalize that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with. So this sounds like I'm saying there's a problem with smells or scents. It's more of that because <laughs> I'm not saying that. I don't I don't have an issue with Listen, with that. you That's can have a, of... you can have a problem with smells and scents. That's fine. <laughs> I, but but I'm I'm talking about it more from a I just feel it feels weird sometimes when you're in a medieval setting from thousands of years ago and they're they're and 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 they're talking about sex the, the, the sexual sensibility sex. and the romantic sensibility feels mo- more modern than it should. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, I get you. I'm giving you a hard time <laughs> on this, but like I know where you're coming from. <laughs> it's it's important to 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 poke at each other, I think. Why are That's... we talking about this? How did we get here? Well, Nier's character design there there are some half-naked people, so maybe that just kind of sparked the <laughs> sparked there's, the conversation. Hey, there's a reason. What's that? Oh, no, it's a total spoiler plot reason, but Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so I don't want to say it here, but like, Kaine has a really good reason for doing what she does and for looking how she looks. Oh, it true. Actually, it is actually justifiable. Yeah. I, I was just saying maybe that's why we why we got there. I'm not complaining about her outfit. Or, or Nier's. And Nier's outfit's kind of sexy. <laughs> kind of is. Like, it's, it's like a big brooding. Well, the I never saw the, I don't know what the replicant version of Nier looks like. His like, so, you know, there's like the, you know, there's kind of like the first half and the second half of the game. Yeah. Without giving away what those halves entail. Sure. Sure. Um, and the look of the character changes in the second, in the second half of the character or the second half of the game. Um, I, I saw an image of what, uh, of what brother near looks like in the second half of the game and woof. <laughs> listen like that's not for me but if it was it would be sure sure yeah like yeah okay well done um as a side oh, note, oh you know what what 13 sentinels yes 13 sentinels had like incredible amazing english voice acting that i wouldn't have traded for anything Oh, that's true. I, I actually, and I played it in Japanese, but I, I watched um, some of the the videos of you playing it on YouTube because I was curious how, like, how you reacted at certain parts. So I was like, well, I mm. wonder what, how, how this was. And I was like, oh yeah, that's actually nice. It's good. 
Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. That like I I meant to bring that up earlier. We were talking about like stuff that we prefer in English, and mm-hmm. like that's definitely one of those things. And I I think Near is in that is in that category as well. And the thing we were talking about like re-recording for like is it because of voice acting quality or is it because of like sound quality? Yeah. And I mean like so the the baseline of voice acting has come up quite a bit in the last 10 years, like a lot, a lot, but mm-hmm. there's always been sort of like a top tier of, of voice acting talent. That's been doing it forever. True. And a bunch of those people are in this game. Uh, okay. Cause like Laura Bailey is oh, yeah. tiny. I don't, if I know their name, then they're definitely popular. Cause I am, I really don't pay attention to, to the names of most voice actors, not because I don't think it's important or they're awesome just because I, I just doesn't stick in my memory. So if you're saying a name and I'm like, Oh, Hey, I know that person. Mm -hmm. They must've been doing it for a long time. Two of the four people, two of the four, what I would call the main characters are Laura Bailey and Liam O'Brien. Yep. Okay. I know them. I know both of them (laughs) because they've been in the game forever, Mm -hmm. like forever, ever. And they're they they've been in the game forever because they're really really good. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I am. I was thinking about this earlier about like what it means when the lines that I am accustomed to are re-recorded, and okay. it's because I was watching a let's play of Demon Souls and I didn't even play Demon Souls that much, but there was something about hearing like the retake of some of the lines in that game where it just hit different because just just minor differences in the inflection or the rhythm or the the cadence of it and it's just like oh oh that makes me feel weird because i i know this line but it's being delivered like slightly different and i notice it and it's not bad it's just it's making me feel weird that it's different oh okay so yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking about that for near and I'm like, these are going to be lines that I remember that mm-hmm. I have like imprinted in my head being delivered a certain way ah, okay. and they're going to be different now. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Yeah, that that will be sort of strange, especially if they're if they're if they're lines that had a powerful impact on you or that you really re- I mean, if you remember them at all, they must have been important to some degree. I mean, the very do you remember the very opening, like before you even before you even hit the start button, when the game opens up and the very first, the absolute very first thing you hear in the entire game is Kaine saying, Vice, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. Like, that's going to be, that's going to be different now. And it's like, that's true. you know, that's going to, hearing that as like your opener to the whole damn game is, that's some powerful shit. <laughs> Like That's true. that, that grabbed my attention immediately. And especially if you listen to the whole rant, like she really, like she really goes off. Yeah. And no, you yeah. Just listen to her go off against a black screen for like, for like two minutes. <laughs> and then there's like, like the trailer content. And it's like, that's a really powerful open. <laughs> and I remember that really, really well. Yeah, and that's going to be different. It's going to be different. I I don't think it's going to be worse. It's just going to it's just going to, you know, it's going to hit different. Yeah, so, it's, it's it's interesting how um it's interesting how a voice can change the feeling or a rewrite of the of an action. So there there's a scene in Dragon Ball Z that 
is I really liked as a kid. I thought it was super like epic and cool and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was this line Vegeta does when he's angry and he's yelling about it. Um, and I found out later that that's from the Ocean's Dub version of the mm. show. And then I remember they redid it with um, Chris Chris Sabat, I think his name is. The guy that yeah, does Vegeta yeah. for for Funimation and does all the Vegeta voices across all the animes that they do. Yeah. But um, the first time they rewrote it, it wasn't it wasn't as cool. But they wanted it to be the same thing, so it sounded awkward. And then the next time they rewrote it, it was a little bit better. And then they just kind of changed the scene a lot more so it didn't have any traces of the original one kind of uh and it was better because they made it their own and it was it i I still didn't like it as much but it didn't bother me because it didn't sound like they were trying to make it like a cooler version of the original or something yeah yeah so is when it comes to re-recording the lines if it's word for word and it's just a different voice that will feel awkward at first but then you won't care if it's word if it's not word for word but it's it's uh, it somehow cl- has a clearer message or it ends up being like a better story because of it, then you'll be happy with the, the re-recording ultimately. The only way it would be worse is if it's if it's not word for word and they somehow miss the beats that made the story good in the first place or they 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 change something drastically that kind of ruins, maybe not ruins, but, but alters the way that a certain scene or, or uh, action feels. And then you'll probably be like, eh, was the re-recording worth it? Not so yeah, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one that's one that will my guesses, just because they got it right the first time. Yes. My my guesses is that you're not going to have that issue. It's going to mostly just be uh, oh, I'm gonna get used to this and it's gonna take a little bit, but after playing it for two hours, I probably won't even care. <laughs> yep. Right? Because it's it's coming from a it's it's already starting at a great place. And if they change nothing, you'd be okay with it. So if they're changing something, it's probably for a good reason. Uh, and, yeah, and... I am like, it's going to be interesting. And this goes back to like, are they changing it for, are they changing the voice acting for the sake of changing the actual feel of the mm-hmm. original series or the original dub? Or are they changing it just because they have to re-record for sound quality purposes? Wait, and they and they have to re-record near no matter what. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Ah. Uh, yeah. So like they, you know, it's entirely possible that they have to change his dialogue because I, they have to change not only his dialogue because he's not going to say like Yona's my daughter. Yeah. But like not just in the mechanical sense like that, but possibly also in the way that he interacts with other characters. You know, like Nier takes on a sort different. of like fa- a more like mature fatherly um tone and approach to a lot of the other characters in the uh well in if, the game. If, if you just had his dialogue with other characters with, with what they used to say sometimes it's going to be weird yeah I, I can't pinpoint it but i guarantee there's a few moments where you'd be like that doesn't fit like how they're reacting to the way that he's saying this thing yeah i'm i'm sure there's a moment where like there there almost has to be a moment where Kaine calls him old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like something. I, I feel something like Something like that. I, I I don't remember specifics, but that feels like it would fit. It, yeah, it just makes sense. So yeah, like there's there's something like that. Like just little bits of like... And I, I, I guess they probably figured rather than just like go through and redub like a couple of select lines, let's just do a redub. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I hope it's great. I'm, are you going to stream it tonight? Actually, I didn't, I'm guessing you are. 
That is that is my plan. Yes. Okay. Now that's why I figured when I was saying you're never going to get anything done, that was <laughs> that's what I was assuming. <laughs> yep. Hey, side note. So mm-hmm. my my complaint about how sex is portrayed in in ancient times, the I was curious, so I googled that apparently oral sex has been around for a very long time, and that my, that aspect of what I was complaining about might not be true. But still, I think the way that it's talked about is what makes it weird, maybe more so than the actions that take place, which is sort of what we got at the end there. But just in case anyone listening out there is yelling into their uh, at their computer screen, be like, no, Tom, you're wrong. It's been around forever. Turns out, it I guess it has been around for a you, very long time, which you, makes sense, I suppose. You defended yourself pretty well by not referring to the specific act you were referring to. But yeah. like, it's kind of the there's a lot of others that it could be. But well, that's I, I guess, kind of the most obvious one to think of first. I, and, and and really, it was more of the, the point wasn't so much the action being done. It was more of how it's talked about or how people. How it's colloquially how, referred to. Yeah. Well, and how it's written about, like how 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 those scenes take place a lot of times when they're yeah. trying to make it a, a, a piece like a period piece. And you're kind of like, or it's supposed to be set in a certain time. And you're like, yeah, we get it. Sex sells. Yep. Uh, yep. So to me, for me, that actually just takes me out of whatever the experience is. I know this has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. It just was on my mind for some reason with how the conversation went. <laughs> it just goes, man. It's okay. It just goes. <laughs> so, so I, I I appreciate it when that's not the the main the main point of a show. It's it's really awkward uh, when a show is on like Netflix and they're trying to bill it for adults or like you know maybe high school, I guess. And they're like, oh yeah, let's just let's have some sex scenes in here because it's it's totally it totally makes sense. And you're in, I I can't stand that in a show that I'm trying to take seriously. And suddenly they're like, hey, let's let's do it. You know, uh, this reminds me of a. Do you know the movie Commando by chance? I know of it, but I've never seen it. Oh, it's 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 one. Of, it's probably my favorite Arnold movie from the the eighties because it's just so it's so over the top and so silly. But when they were. When they were making the movie, they wanted there to be a sex scene with Arnold and the main girl in the movie. Um, and Arnold was like, no, that's that makes no sense. If I'm trying to save my daughter from people that are that have kidnapped her and want to kill her, I'm not stopping to have sex. I'm going to go kill all the bad guys. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for 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 uh, making this movie down to earth, Arnold. <laughs> yep. Let- I appreciate you really like I appreciate you getting into the role and and ensuring the narrative integrity of commando <laughs> i mean mind you some things will happen in that movie that don't seem possible anyways but at least he was true to his character and i i really appreciate that <laughs> well oh man something something lamentation of the women <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so hey you know this is actually this is excellent because is women it? In, in video games are, are often like whenever you don't hear about women's in video women in video games from from the 80s and the 90s and even even today it's still somewhat rare to have them be the main character um and it's kind of great that the game we're going to talk about it's it's like a total badass woman as a main character and it's not hiding behind anything like it's not like a surprise at the end of the game or anything it's just yeah it's a girl and that makes that and that's fine and she's the star and i don't it is know how cool. like I was thinking about it while I was watching it and I was like, this is like, I was looking at it and it didn't seem strange to me. And then I realized the game came out in 1988 yeah, and I was I like, guess. oh, 
This it's is a, the era of like the fantasy book cover with like the big muscular Fabio guy <laughs> with his shirt off holding the sword and the woman like clinging onto his thigh. Yeah, like holding onto his leg and or maybe yeah. two women. <laughs> Possibly. And and to me it's it's so cool that I don't I don't know how it I didn't realize that it was the 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 main character was a female like nobody it whenever I've really talked, get talked about, about it, about. nobody talks about this as a game that hey it's a female no maybe that's partially because uh, it's just not that popular of a of a series compared in America at least and compared to other other series but still it's sort of a big deal to me that. I mean, well, and, and not to mention, which we'll talk about, I suppose we could, unless there's anything else you want to. No, I'm good. So yeah, this we is, can, we can segue. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's hear what the sponsors have to say then. Then talk. Yeah. About when we come stuff. back, we will, we will talk more about strong female character in fantasy star one. All right, there we go. After, after a, a brief interlude in which we made each other hungry talking about really good like city delis and their and their amazing rubens i, um, I, I want I, I you know <laughs> not to not to sidetrack right at the start of this but, but i was if, trying to segue out of it but let's i'm sorry jump i back can't in. I'm, I'm pulling you back in it, it would be great to if i could like let's just say i, I had a, a, enough wherewithal where i didn't need to worry about working or making money i think my my life's goal That's would be dream. to to try to, to tour the planet and and try all of the best Rubens and have all of the best curry. <laughs> mm. I that might would... like okay, so that idea. Yes. But like not specifically Rubens. Because okay. like Rubens are kind of like just okay for me because I'm not a big fan of sauerkraut. Ah yeah, that see that would that would that would that would uh, ruin the experience. But if I were to extend that to like go travel the world and just try different types of sandwiches, sure, like this, like this, this the sandwich that's famous in this place. Yeah, yeah. Like what, like what, like what do you do for a sandwich here? What is, what was your type of sandwich that you go for? Okay, you know, I, I enjoy that because then you're also getting the culture of the place as well. Yeah, yeah. I dig that. Although, you know, you are also talking to someone who, like, has a go-to chicken pizza and burger place in South Korea. So it's not <laughs> that I don't go for the, you know. What feels good because it, 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 uh, you, you know what it tastes like or you have an idea of how it should taste and you're like, oh, this is what I want every mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's how I am at restaurants a lot of times. Like, those places that I like. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that restaurant. It's like, oh, I, I eat one thing there, though. Yeah. <laughs> I there, don't even I, know what the rest of the menu looks like. <laughs> there are some places where I just get the same thing every time. And there are some places where you try something like, different. It's just, I like, I will refuse to get the same thing every time. Like, and it's, it's never, it's never in between. It's either I have one thing that I get every time, or I have to order the entire menu. <laughs> eventually. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I can, I feel that to an extent, but it's usually limited to like, there's a really good breakfast place by me that I like trying a lot of their different breakfast foods, but it's usually in the same family, like, like, like a, their different scrambles or omelets or something like that. I don't venture too far off unless I'm feeling especially adventurous, then I might get like a side of something mm -hmm. like as a bonus, but then that usually just leads to way too much food, which, which isn't exactly a problem. <laughs> right. You know, so, so derailing the conversation as usual. Fantasy start. 
fantasy star. This I, is I, this is a weird one for me mm-hmm. because I think this is the first podcast we've done. Maybe there was one other that I'm not thinking of, but I think this is the first podcast we've done where I did not play the game at all. Yeah, I don't. I think this is it. Um, there there were a couple where I played like some or most of the game and you finished it. Uh, the peacekeepers yeah. was one of those. Peacekeepers was the one that's yeah. Where like I was like okay that's enough and then you went back and it. actually finished it. Actually, I finished it twice, but that's beside the point. Yeah, I yep, I I've got nothing <laughs> to say about that. Yeah, I know. Um, oh no. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I I actually just a few hours ago, um, watched a uh, or rather skimmed through a long play of the game on uh, on YouTube so that I could keep up with the conversation. But this is your conversation to direct because you actually played the game. And I'll be honest, this this can be this could be real short because if you've if you like RPGs and you've never played Fantasy Star, you should stop whatever you're doing and go play the game. It's it's fantastic. I, I cannot stress enough how much I loved playing this game, all of it. Now I did play the new Sega Ages version on the Switch, which uh, does some quality of life things like give you way more experience and lower the encounter rate. But otherwise, I think it's mm. the exact same game aside from those two those two features. Wasn't um, there but... something involving mapping? Oh, oh my God, of course. Yes, the maps are huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the you, it, it, it's because it's a first person. Uh, the dungeons are all like first person, kind of like the Etrian Odyssey series or... I believe the first Shining Force or the first Shining Force game was like Shining in the Darkness or Shining and the Darkness, depending on yeah, yeah, uh, the translation. And that was also a first-person kind of you know perspective dungeon crawling. But but I think the, early uh, like early D and D games on yes, and uh, and like early RPGs on like PC. Yep. And yeah. also the original Shin Megami Tensei games. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah also have that like first person like kind of walking through corridors perspective yeah and so the original fantasy star obviously didn't have a mapping aspect to it you know you were kind of expected to have some graph paper there as you as you go along but this Mm -hmm. time it maps it for you as you go through which makes it's basically i can't speak for the game the the 1987 version of the game because i played the the sega ages version however if you were to use a guide or if you were willing to map the game out with graph paper, I'll, it's this is the first time where I've played a game, an, an old RPG, and I've, I've played a lot of RPGs, where I actually think, like I, I had a weird sort of daydream while playing it, of picturing playing it with one of my friends, and we were taking graph paper and actually mapping everything out together. Like, it was this such a surreal experience to, to, to have a daydream. Like, oh man, this would have been so awesome to be able to do then while i was playing the game it's it was it's just so good i i have i love this game <laughs> i i cannot get over how much i enjoy it now the the initial hump like the first if you're playing it without the second ages version the first few hours are going to be painful because mm-hmm. the the random enemies that you encounter can one shot you which is stupid but it's also mm-hmm. you know 1987 yep um, save often right well that's the other thing this i can't believe this game was on the master system for, it looks it looks I, okay super good that yes that's the first thing that i noticed is like this game this game's from 1988 for the master system the master system was the competing system to the nes this it, it, couldn't have been on the nes 
Well, and, and well, the Master System is a more powerful console than than the than the NES. I it is, it is, but like they they share a generation. Sure, no, no, so I like, agree with you. That's that's what's so that's is, what's so mind blowing is that you, I would I would have expected this game to be on an early computer. Yeah, this did yeah, not I, feel like a a Sega mass like a console experience to me. I, it, it is, is so almost good. indistinguishable from a Genesis game. <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. Like if you were to load up Fantasy Star Two or uh, whatever, it's it's it, well the overworld anyways. The the dungeons are way different, but it's sure. it's unbelievably pretty for a game that came out at the like, yeah I guess it's like eighty eight. Well, it's the very end of eighty seven. It's it's just I, I don't I don't know. So the the one thing that I I my jaw dropped <laughs> when I saw some of the enemy animations. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> the, They're the so smooth and detailed. Yes, yes. Like it looks incredible and like this is an era where like enemy attacks are not animated. Yeah, you could just wiggle the the unit or, and that's or animation. Like, it, like even in even in Final Fantasy VI, which came out six years later. No, like when, when did when did six come out? Actually, I don't. Ninety four, I think. Is it might 94? be ninety five, but I think yeah. it's ninety four. Yeah, yeah, it's like close to six years, or a little, maybe a little more than, but right around six years. So, like, granted, the art in that is incredible because they're all like you're basically fighting a bunch of oil paintings. Yes. Yeah. No. No. No one's trying to say that Final. Looking. This is this is not a better looking game than than Final Fantasy but VI. Even in that game, there's just a little light that flashes over the character. They're not animated at all. They're just they just are there. Yeah. But every single enemy you fight, they have an attack animation that does something where part of their part of them or something happens where they move and and that's how yeah. the attacks take place. It looks yeah. so the cool. skeleton, the skeleton swings the sword, the slimes do a little sexy wiggle. <laughs> the uh, it's like the the um the sandworms just like come out of the ground. That would blew me away. Oh yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, there's like, some where they do like this almost like a like a like they're stretching out their body some of the yeah, attacks. Yeah, yeah. Those look really cool. And some of them were like actually legitimately disturbing, like the zombies. Mm-hmm. Like they open their mouth and their their jaw just kind of like drips down to the floor. Yeah, it's 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 it's, yeah, it's kind of nasty. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but like no, the like the art conveyed that. Like that's totally. a really visceral. That's a really visceral, like scary animation in a Master System game from '88. I like, I I could not believe what I was looking at. Yeah, I I was, uh, I was just so pleasantly surprised while playing while playing the game all, all the way through from beginning to end, and and the opening is so cool because it's like uh, they're, they're talking about how there's this evil entity is trying to it's been doing some bad stuff, but there's some people that are fighting back, and then you see this dude who's just like sprawled out on the ground, he just got murdered, and then the main character, uh, um, Alice comes, I think her name's yeah Alice comes Alice, up Alice yeah, but it's spelled With like A L I S yeah. Comes up because his... we can't have character names with more than four letters in them. Yeah, yeah, I think I think yeah, I think maybe they could have. Yeah, I think four is all that fits in the box. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. you have Alice and Odin yep. and Noah and, and Meow. Meow. Which is M Y A U. Which I actually like didn't get at first. Then I was like, ah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, 
and th like so she walks up and it turns out it's her brother and your brother's like hey go go save the planet and you're like oh okay as like, holy shit this is so cool you're not the girl that's in distress like you're you are the savior you are the main character you are the one doing all of the cool stuff and it didn't feel weird i just i don't know how this wasn't talked about more whenever i read anything about gender in video games mm. and even I, more important than that is the person one of the main people that made the game is reiko kodama which mm -hmm. is a uh, she's a woman in japan who's one of like the the very first female um artists in the in the industry and she ended up like she was one of the very first ones and, and sega i don't know my whole my whole framing of sega as a company has changed because of <laughs> because of some of the games we've played on this podcast at first for the worst yeah, uh, but yeah. then slowly i was like wait a minute no sega's kind of amazing especially as i as i've fallen in love more with 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 a uh, yakuza too but it's it's like yeah, sega yeah. hired this this woman as an artist and then they're like hey you're good at this how about you design the main characters for our flagship rpg that everybody's trying to have a a, a be a part of now that mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. that like dragon quest was so popular yeah and it's clearly it, it's clearly dragon quest inspired oh yeah yeah but i really i really dig that well, i mean all right well i'll put that aside because i do want to actually talk more about like the sort of like gender equality here mm -hmm. it's super cool that like again the 80s yeah 80s like from a from a gender perspective doesn't seem like it was that long ago but it was and also <laughs> yeah. japan yes like japan still has like a severe gender gap in terms of uh pay and equal rights in the workplace and, equal, yeah. and, and like all of that and so for yeah for them to for them to put a for them to put a woman in charge of like like you said a flagship series yeah you have to remember that sega did not have like, they yeah. didn't have sonic at this point yeah like, Sonic, they did not have Sega. Sega didn't even they did not have a, a mascot for their for their. It is their weird to think system. of how just exactly how long Sega was around without Sonic. Yeah, and the only reason Sonic came about is because they realized, oh, people want, like it's it's it. Look what it's doing for Nintendo. Yeah, it's time to make a mascot platformer. Right, because they because they and and they didn't think some of their other their ones that they had already like that were kind of associated with them like um. Oh my god, you played the one series uh, Alex Kidd? Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was that they 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 that was that could have theoretically been one, but they're like, "Nah, that's not that's not cool enough, blah blah blah." Right, right. Uh, so like this is this this was a big deal for Sega to have to have Fantasy Star cuz they 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 needed a a game they needed this game to to help them, you know, get a foothold in the market. So this wasn't just like an afterthought that they put on the back burner. This was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Final Fantasy and Dragon and Dragon Quest were like blowing up the market at the time. They were phenomenons. Yeah, I think I think and Final so Fantasy came major... out a year later, actually. After Fantasy Star, I think. Yeah, that's no pretty... FF one is eighty seven. I think is it? I'm pretty sure. Now I'm curious because I don't actually remember the the date. Because cause, yeah, this it's is not eighty six, so... but I think it's eighty seven. Oh no, dude! Holy crap! Final Fantasy came out December eighteenth, nineteen eighty seven, and Fantasy Star came out December twentieth, nineteen eighty seven. Okay, so, so they came out the same week. Yeah, they came. Dude, what a week for those Holy those crap. those kids in Japan. It's no <laughs> wonder we didn't hear about Fantasy Star. True. Yeah. Like, 
if like the two if the big if the two like big players were coming out at the same time mm-hmm. like you know final fantasy got bigger well and if you well if you were if you were huge into this genre you had an nes because you wanted to play dragon quest right, right. so then right. you already had that so maybe you just bought final fantasy and 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 didn't worry as much about fantasy sorry and and then that's and then since final fantasy is what was so huge in japan that's what became popular here but the, uh, there's one thing pushed it and marketed it there is definitely one thing that i really really dig about fantasy star though and What's it's that? how like it is it is for every in every way an old rpg an old jrpg yes yes like it does it unforgiving. <laughs> yes, it's unforgiving. It follows all of the it follows all the the trends, all of the all the tropes. And it's and it's even and because it's a first person dungeon with like <laughs> some hidden doors and stuff, it's it's downright unfair uh mm-hmm. in terms of it like it's it wants you to spend a lot of time exploring and literally making a map for the game because yeah. otherwise it's almost unplayable. Like that's just, part it's just be that's lost. part of it. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like it 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 has all of those trappings. However, just the fact that they put a sci-fi coat of paint over it. Oh, it's so cool. It is so cool and so different. Yeah. Because Final Fantasy so Dragon Quest is already out by this point. That's actually true. Like they 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 didn't what's popular is not science fiction right now in, right. in terms of this genre for sure. Yeah, no, like, this is, like, the RPG genre is high fantasy, swords, dragons, medieval armor. Yep. Like, kings and, 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 you know, goblins and imps and, like, that's, that's the style. Mm-hmm. And, like, Dragon Quest is huge and Final Fantasy is about to be huge. And they are both just, like, take magic sword, kill magic dragon. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know. And that is your, and you're on a quest from the king and the kingdom, and you're a knight, and yeah, you know, that all pour all of the tropes in there. That's mm-hmm. that's what's big in the late '80s. Fantasy Star is like, all right, we're gonna have swords and dragons, but also guns and spaceships. Well, and they take that. I don't know if if uh, the if you were if you watch the parts of the 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 long play where, um. You, you traveled from one plant to the next? Yes. But they have, like, whole animation sequences of mm-hmm. you. So you have to build the spaceship, which is... I, I will say, playing the game... <laughs> playing the game without a guide would be a, a really... Uh, it, it's rough around the edges, yep. right? Like, it's it's a game you either have to say, there... okay, I'm going to invest a lot of time into this, or you have to say, okay, I'm going to use a guide and enjoy the experience, but also kind of figure out where I'm going to... Or have someone else tell me where to go next, because I don't want to be bothered thinking there about it. There are... Definitely a couple of Simon's Quest level, like, oh, how was I supposed to know you're supposed to do that? Right, yeah. It's it's definitely just like, hey, walk around until something happens. Or or realistically, you should be having a notebook of and write down what every single person says. Cause then then it will it, it is pretty good about giving you information about where you need to go if you know if you remember every single piece of dialogue that someone said to you in a town. Because somebody might tell you something in a town that's actually not related to this planet. It's actually, or or this part of the planet, it's actually something you do later or whatever. Uh, and you have to be willing to either invest a lot of time exploring it or accept the fact that you don't want to be bothered and just kind of follow a checklist of what to do next. 
I'm just gonna I just La Mulana. Yeah, yep, that's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so there's a couple there like so even if you do that, even if you keep track of like everything yeah, there's, there's that everyone says and you know exactly where you're supposed to go and so on and so forth. There's at least two instances, maybe three, mm-hmm. but at least two that I can specifically remember where you literally have to go in and talk to somebody three times before they will actually advance the plot for you. Yeah, you have to, you have, well, not only talk to them, you have to, well, okay, so that's the old guy that builds, uh, that will build stuff for you. And then there's another part where you have to buy secret documents. Yep. And you have to say you want to buy them like three times. Yep. For like, now, for like 200, which at that point in the game is a lot of hundreds. Well, yeah. Well, and there is someone that later that says, hey, I believe you can get secret documents in this town. So there's a chance that you would figure that out eventually but it's certainly an old rpg kind of storytelling tactic or or puzzle solution tactic where it's it's not clear at all right right it will and it gets worse because there's i uh again i i was happily using a checklist type guide because i didn't want to be bothered like you know i wanted to be able to play through the game in a couple of days as opposed to a couple of weeks because that's uh i wanted to play more jrpgs apparently <laughs> but, i mean you're on a kick right now <laughs> um, so so i don't know entirely what that experience would be like i i can say that i think it would just be like playing an old rpg where you're supposed to be you're, you're literally supposed to be lost i mean for god's sakes the the sega ages version it has the, well you know one thing i love about this these these collections is that they have the manual available so you can open up the manual in the mm. game and play it i don't i really hate that nintendo couldn't have been bothered to just import an online PDF of the manuals for their, um, you know, the Switch Online stuff. But Sega yeah. Ages here, I mean, Sega is literally, <laughs> Sega is doing what Nintendo doesn't. Oh. <laughs> it, it makes me so happy because I, my entire life, I kind of grew up as a Sega, Sega is a sidelight to Nintendo. It's always Yeah, fiddle. no, we, we've, we both grew up with the same bias. Right, and sure. so it's sort of, it's been really fun to have that kind of, shook a little bit these these last few months where it's like hey sega's got some really cool stuff and they actually seem to do a lot of like they had a lot of great ideas mm-hmm. that just needed a little bit more you know time if in they the committed oven. to developing <laughs> yeah. any of those ideas mm-hmm. i think the big problem with sega as a company and you see this a lot more in like the mid to late 90s mm-hmm. is a lot of what they did was reactive yes yes and they yeah. didn't have a they didn't have like a clear vision of what they wanted to do so every time another major developer would announce some sort of big, you know, some sort of big new game or they'd have success with something or they'd have a new uh, some sort of new hardware, everyone at Sega, Sega would just suit. panic and be like, all right, we got to do something for to match this. We got to we got to. Yeah, we got to get well, this. I think that's kind of what makes Fantasy Star really special is that it feels like it's a game that they said, no, let's let's make this right. Like, let's take your time and 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 put everything together and create this experience that people I would, have not had on console. I, I don't know. It's almost, I would say and let me let me look into this. Sure. Because I want to make sure I have my timeline right here. It's It's really strange when you start thinking about when i i when when you were talking about final fantasy and then i had to look it up because i remembered looking it up and i remember thinking wow that must have been a cool week and i couldn't I, I couldn't remember exactly why i was thinking if it was because that week a year later or if it was just both in the same year how how it's it's interesting when you start looking up the timeline of games and realize stuff like oh final fantasy and fantasy star literally 
two days apart. Literally or two days apart. Sega's really major, cool. like Sega's major mascot didn't exist until the nineties. <laughs> right, right. But he is effectively Sega now, right? Yeah. Like, but like is... the company was a huge player in the video game space for like decades years. before that. Yeah, six. Oh, true. Arcades and stuff. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and I think before that they they had like pinball machines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've they've been around for a long time. So Dragon Quest one mm-hmm. came out on May 27th, 1986. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it was. 86. I don't think you can look at Fantasy Star and be like, oh, this is original. Because it they clearly are using Dragon Dragon Quest as a template. Yeah, well, Dragon Quest and, and other types of those other types of uh, D&D style kind yes, of RPGs yeah. and things. Well, I mean, in a larger sense, like basically every JRPG is is like the further you go back, you see like increasingly they are just increasingly they are just based on a uh, a D&D style role playing system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you break everything down, it's it's like, yeah. you know what? There's like seven types of stories. So right, it, you, yeah. you can there's, you can there's nothing new. <laughs> Everything's just derivative, okay? Uh well, I can tell you what. I've played an enormous amount of RPGs and I don't I don't I've never I have not felt this excited to dive into an RPG like I was while playing Fantasy Star in in a very long time, especially one that's freaking archaic compared to, you know, yeah, a it new is game. Like I I think there's it's very old. Yes. And I think if there's anything to like, if there's anything to criticize in it, it's, it's very old. Well, and that's, that's why I would encourage anyone listening to this that is curious about playing it. I a hundred percent think you should play the Sega ages version, or at the very least, if you're playing an emulated version, don't feel guilty about speeding up time and grinding while you watch it, you know, a video or a show or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I was watching a long play and it was the master system version and it was on YouTube. Like it was posted to YouTube like 10 years ago. (laughs) yeah so like but it was just a no commentary long play of the game yeah and it took like seven hours which is that's quick yeah it's quick and you could tell the person that was playing it knew exactly what they were doing they knew exactly where to go but it wasn't really a speed run because they were also like going out of their way to make sure they talked to all the people in every town Uh, yeah sometimes they would go into a sometimes they'd go into a place uh twice just to show like both sets of dialogue when there was like a yes no option oh i love that that's like cool. have you have you heard about x thing and yeah what can... there's someone in there that's that asks you don't you love sega games <laughs> yeah yeah miki <laughs> yeah. did you say yep. no i did both i don't remember what the no is anymore but the no is like i don't believe you if you didn't like <laughs> sega games why have you played this for so long <laughs> yeah that's right that's right <laughs> and i'm like that okay you know what ah you got me because it is like midway through the game oh it's yeah it's it's yes it's, it's like actually you can't get really to that without game. putting like significant time into the game yeah because i spent way more than seven hours playing it because even though i was following a guide i still just allowed myself to just you know explore and and yeah yeah and feel the game out so yeah seven hours is fast but like even within that seven hours like about the entire first hour is grind Oh God. Yeah. The, you, you need to kill so many things cause you can actually, so there's only like five pieces of armor in the whole game and you can buy the third best one in the first in the town. starting town. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I think that's cool. 
Me There's too. not a whole lot of towns in this game at all. No, but each town... I. So I, I enjoy how they handle... So it's it's when you, you don't just talk to an NPC and then a text mobile comes up. You walk in front of them mm-hmm. and you don't press any buttons because both buttons just kind of bring up the menu system, mm-hmm. like the menuing from, you know, Dragon Quest, where you then have access to stats and items and all that right. stuff. So you walk in front of someone and then it takes you to a first-person view as if you're in... Uh, a, a combat situation and then that's so they can do this really it looks like awesome. star tropics yeah yeah well it, and it allows them to have better sprite work right because mm-hmm. then they can have they can have like the cool background to show you where you're in and then they can have some the of those backgrounds are incredible <laughs> i cannot stress enough how good the the art is in fancy star and actually the music now since i did play the sega ages version i used the is it called the fm chip there there is uh there is a a uh a different type of audio chip in the master system compared to i want to say the genesis obviously but i don't remember mm. if, why there's different music because maybe it was how it was released in america compared oh to, yeah that's probably a thing yeah so the yeah because even the nes compared to the famicom is different right um so i played it with the fm sound unit on i don't i don't have a clue what the fm sound unit stands for all i know is, is that it made everything sound so good it didn't have as many of like the that kind of beeps and boops feeling it felt more like a i don't know it was just it felt smooth now of course there's gonna be people in both camps that are like oh i hate the way the fm chip sounds blah 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 but yeah, i loved it yeah the, the music in in fancy star was great and there was one song in particular that was the it's the song they use for the final dungeon uh that i just man if it sounds good i even linked it to you right after i heard it. i was like dude check out the sound yeah 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 <laughs> um but the art the artwork is is it's just gorgeous i mean honestly it's it's not even just like it's not even just that it looks good, but like mm-hmm. some of those some of the backgrounds are animated. Yeah, some of the lo- like the locations when you're in. There's the one spot where you're in like a you're in like a bubbling swamp. Yeah, yeah, and like it's you you're fighting stuff there, and the enemy is like in the swamp, and the swamp is just like it's only like probably a four or five frame loop. Sure. But like there's just bubbles coming up everywhere. Just some bubbles, yeah. <laughs> it just like it just looks good. I remember w- there's one I don't remember the exact um Excuse I don't me. remember the exact area, but like there's like little steam geysers in the ground. Okay, yes, yeah. And like those are just like shooting steam up as you're standing there. It's just mm-hmm. like it's dude, dude, I don't know. Did you did you see the Okay, so there's lots of there's lots of key items that you need to get through the game. Boy, um, are there. <laughs> Uh, some, some are less cool than others, but there's three that are super awesome. One is not required. Yes. Dude. Like every, every, so there's like three planets, right? Yeah. There's three planets. You Uh, have the main like green beach, the the B, the, like the green, like beautiful star tropics beach planet. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where a lot of the, a lot of the main story beats happen are there. Cause that's your, that's your, like your home world, your main world. Mm -hmm. And then there's there's ice world and desert world. <laughs> yep, yep, that's it. And yeah, all it's, three it's, of those. It's, uh, Palma, all... Palma, I think, or is it Moltavia? Yes. No, Moltavia is the one of the desert. Yes. I think Palma's the main one, and then Deseros or Deseris is the is the ice planet. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> I, I I'll admit because I skimmed through a lot of. Uh... Oh no, I'm I'm kind of more talking to myself. I don't actually expect you to be like, yes, I I've memorized the game from watching a let's play. <laughs> I do specifically remember that Palma is the name of the the starting planet. Yeah, yeah, and I'm almost positive Motavia is the 
the desert one in Desiris. Desiris is the is the ice planet. But here anyway, the Desiris isn't the desert planet, but that's okay. It is Desiris True. with a with a with a Z, so maybe it's Desirice, like a desert of ice. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just making it up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um no, it's I am no. so each of those three planets has some sort of impassable terrain. Correct. Yeah. And so progression through that terrain involves you finding or fixing or building mm -hmm. some sort of badass vehicle to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, so on the, on the desert planet, there's there's these ant lions in the ground and you can't cross over them on foot because if you walk into them, you get into a battle with one. But you can buy now. Technically, you don't need this to beat the game, uh, but you can buy a uh, a desert rover, which is just like this big big tank looking thing yeah that then that you could just drive around and it makes you makes you move faster on the overworld too and you can use it in any planet you want which is just it's just cool like mm -hmm. <laughs> you just pop it up in a different place and you're just using it because a lot of times vehicles are are tied to a specific spot right right Where it's like oh you can use the tiny bronco but only on if you can if you can get to low low water areas right 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 right, uh, right. or or the or that you end up with but whatever so th this is just fun because you just open your inventory and ride, boom, ride the chocobo until you get to like literally any barrier <laughs> yeah and this one's just just pop it up and drive around it just feels good to drive a tank around because you're not it, it feels like you're not supposed to and it's exciting yeah um yeah yeah and, and you then, have like a, you have a hovercraft for water. Yeah. yeah, well, the hovercraft does water and lava because you can actually walk over lava, but then you take damage every time you walk over the that panel or like that that uh, yeah yeah that tile. And and then yeah, you get the hovercraft for water, and then what's the you get the freaking like the, the, the freaking like yep. icebreaker? Yep, the ice like the snow piercer. It's 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 like the it's like a big it's a tank with giant drills on the side that then you can just drive through certain uh types of ice mountain looking things <laughs> yeah i don't even know what they're actually supposed to be it's just I, I like it's just i ice. guess it's just like glacier yeah i think it's just glacier but they you know it's just glacier on a master system overworld <laughs> don't uh hey kids don't don't drill through glaciers <laughs> especially just willy-nilly looking for things randomly yeah don't, don't do that but but it's cool <laughs> in the game like honestly like it really feeds into the yeah, it really feeds into the sci-fi aspect because mm -hmm. growing up on with, you know, Final Fantasy being my sort of go-to uh, RPG series, it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, me too. It is walk, then boat, then airship. Yeah, almost always. And the Chocobos scattered in between. Cho yeah, Chocobos if you're playing a game that's new enough to have them yeah. for a bit. For a bit. And usually at the cost of random battles, which means I never use them. Right. Or not Same. usually, but and also, you know, and also you can only use them for like five seconds because you just get to where you're going immediately. And then it's and like, OK, time point? to go into this town or this mountain or whatever. Yep. So like so, yeah, it's walking, maybe Chocobo boat airship every time. Mm -hmm. And so seeing this like range of like, if I may just say like incredibly detailed vehicles they are again like are, the sprites are huge and look awesome they, well and it's 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 one of those times where you use it the first time and you're not really sure what's going to happen and i just i couldn't stop i like i couldn't help but smile because like 
that's cool. Like it just felt good to to use it because it's just an item. You don't see it outside when you get it the first time. Right, and then you right. pop into it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I feel like the game is a lot of just oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's just I just a lot that I didn't expect. Yeah, and 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 again. I we I understand you could easily say it's unplayable because it's an old game and I would not I would not be mad at you for thinking that because honestly true. yeah it's it's if you don't 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 play this game without a guide because especially especially some of the like the ambiguous stuff it gets even later where you have to use a certain item to get a thing then that opens up the ability to like t- turn a make a tree produce fruit that you then pick up with this pot and then you have to use that at a certain spot to get you to like the final true real actual dungeon and all that kind of stuff there's there's lots of there's lots of silly progression things that are kind of just hidden behind. I, you're, so you're supposed to play the game for hundreds of hours. <laughs> watching someone play the game who knew how to play the game. Yeah. I was intrigued, but also hopelessly lost. Of course. Yeah. Because like the, I saw them go through things and they use the right thing in the right area. And sometimes the, like I could connect that to like them getting some dialogue in a town. I'm like, okay, I guess that's how you're supposed to know you're supposed to do that. But I like the, the flute, the soothing flute. (laughs) Yep. That's like buried. And like the dude says, like it's buried on the outskirts of this, of this one town, Mm -hmm. which is on a different planet, but whatever, (laughs) you know, um, so like there's a couple that I recognize but there there uh, mostly I just noticed a lot of like you know I kind of feel like I I see them going through dungeons and getting items mm-hmm. but I do not know what that item is doing for progression. No, no, hey, listen. I was playing the game and after playing it for about 6 hours or so I was like I stopped for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I want to think about this as if I was playing it re- like legitimately without, I mean, it's weird to say a guide's not legitimate because I played plenty of RPGs with a guide and I still sure, think it was sure. like a legitimate playthrough. But, but I, I mean, I was trying mean. to blind, right. I was trying to think about playing it blind specifically because of the podcast. Otherwise I wouldn't have given it a second thought. And <laughs> I had this realization. I was like, Oh, I, I'm actually totally lost. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this right now. Other than right. the fact that this checklist told me to go here. And so I took a like, I, after that, I was trying to take, not notes, but I was trying to pay way more attention to what was being said. So then, and I, I will say that almost every single thing you do is more or less mentioned by someone in the game in a roundabout kind of way. Yeah. But it will take you, it, it's... You I don't basically wanna, it's, have to have a cipher to understand <laughs> well, what they what those things are actually referring to. Especially because I think there's a couple of translation issues that I've read that someone says like, Oh, thing that's weird because it just translated yeah. in a weird way. I can um, tell just from the way some of the dialogue is is uh, reads out that there's translation issues, right? And well, I don't know if like they're just in... like it. The only question is like, are they cosmetic translation issues where it's like, oh, you you misplaced an article here, mm-hmm. or is it or... like, or is it like you said the wrong thing and now no one knows where to go? Yeah, like well, that, some of that even happened in Zelda, right? The oh, absolutely. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's I, I will say that the fact that the majority of this game is is perfectly you could play it. It's okay. It's it's so so. I, I recently finished Breath of Fire two, and let me just say the English localization of that game is one of the worst localizations I've ever read in my entire life. Awesome. From 
from misspellings, like completely misspellings, to changing multiple people's names randomly in the middle of sentences to to oh. to some parts being so I know what they're trying to say, but it's it's only because I'm used to thinking about language from the way that maybe it would be portrayed in Japanese or how there's so many different words that can mean the same thing or phrases that can kind of have similar meanings, right? Um, just because of watching anime and trying to infer how culture and all that stuff comes into play. And and when you read it as translation, it's just like really dumb stuff like, oh, hey, we're we're big and dumb. We're great for handling pigs. And I was like, okay, that's not what they meant. They probably just mean like we're big people that are great farmers. But it's 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 really awful translations like that. The fact that Fantasy Star has almost it, it it's you don't run into that issue. It's going to just be something strange where it's where it's something might be out of place or or it's the wrong phrasing of something where it, you you could probably still figure it out if again if if you're willing to put in the time. Uh, but overall, the the translation in the game is is pretty top notch, I would say, especially for 1988. In because I think it came out in the U.S. in '88 or '89. Yeah, and the like the the title screen says '88, which is why I thought it was '88. Oh no, it was it was that's right, it was '88 in in the, in the United States. Yes. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yes. So yeah, like I honestly I noticed a couple of things that that hit like a little like the the localization is a little stiff in yes. terms of its writing but like i think the story in general is a little is I mean, a it's, little it's light it's straightforward yes it is i mean the the story there, no, never no really deviates twist. from like here's the bad guy the bad guy killed your brother which literally the first scene in the entire game is i'm your brother i'm dying right the the, the biggest twist is that so you, you spend the night at um some like emperor the governor house. yeah the governor yeah the governor the the united states senator uh and <laughs> nano machines son <laughs> and um and, and you you have a dream that with an unwinnable battle of something that you don't know what it is and yo so, that was like i i watched that spooky. part and i was like the hell is going on yeah. it's the it's the succubus <laughs> yes, the succubus. <laughs> I got a, I got a kick out of that. Oh, um, and so you don't really know what that is, and then you continue with the game, and you end up fighting the big bad guy, and then it turns out that that's not the final big bad guy. Um, and so that that's kind of neat. That there's like dude's more... just like, are you really gonna kill an old man? And then you have to actually answer yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. That, and then you get to fight the the true big bad guy. And then when that wins, when that's over, the, the governor's like, hey, do you want to be uh, in charge of the universe? <laughs> yeah, literally. He's like, BT dub. Um, I guess you're a princess. So you want to you want to do the whole uh, your dad's dead. So I guess you're next in line. You want to. OK, you're queen now. I, and I, I like pleasure you to serve yes you. Or, I, like, I like that you can choose yes or no. I, I personally in my head, my head canon was no was the correct answer. Okay, so what didn't... happened? Because the long play I was watching said yes. Um, it's more or less the same thing. Oh. It's just like that's cool. It's here if you want it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the end. Sure. <laughs> um, it's 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 it doesn't really matter that much because, like you said, the I wouldn't the, imagine the story is is kind of uh, it's pretty straightforward aside from the one twist of there being a secondary true big bad yeah um the, and the, honestly that last dungeon with all of the like with all the like illusion tech and stuff is actually pretty cool 
as well. Oh my god! So the the yeah the dungeons are nuts when especially thinking about without the mapping tool that I had access to. Yeah, it would be so so crazy to play through those dungeons without that. Uh, pretty 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 unforgiving in their in their maze likeness, especially since since it's the master system. You when you move forward, all everything kind of uh, it it regardless of what's in front of you, it, it has sort of a I don't know if it's like a loading technique or what, but it just makes it so everything kind of looks the same. And then once you're done moving, which by the way is very seamless and it happens really quickly, yeah. then it sort of colors in where you should be. So if you're at like a corner mm-hmm. uh, and you move towards the corner, the corner is going to kind of disappear sort of for a second a bit yeah, and then yeah. it will come back and be there normally, which makes exploring some some, some things kind of crazy. And there's even like hidden walls and stuff. I was reading some forum posts and people were like, holy crap, there's... I've been playing this game for 20 years or whatever, and I never knew that there were all these hidden walls in this one dungeon because they just never bothered to explore. And I guess it was sort of exciting for the the fans of the series because it was like a new discovery for a lot of people, mm. uh, which I think is neat that there is. It's it's a, <laughs> it's two things. It's one, it's sort of a sign that maybe the they could have given you a, an ability at some point to kind of discover these hidden rooms but the other on the other hand it's sort of just like a cool hey this is this is stuff that's left in the game still that people haven't found out about yet yeah 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 and i think the story i believe it ties i think fantasy star so the 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 quadrilogy of two three and four i think they're all tied together to a degree um and my understanding is that i don't know if this is the case but i i played a little bit of four years and years ago and I feel like Alice is in it. Yeah, I think she's in it in some degree, but I know it's thousands of years after. Like, Fantasy Star 2 is a thousand years after Fantasy Star 1, and then Fantasy Star 4 is like a thousand years after Fantasy Star 2. Oh, I didn't know that. But that I think kind that... Of, that kind of lessens the impact of Fantasy Star 4 being called the end of the millennium. Well, the thing is that I believe... <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. True. And it's like, like yeah, well, like, damn, they all every are. game is the end of the millennium, apparently. <laughs> yeah. but, but I think, I think that the the fourth game puts a bow on everything, so it might pull elements from the other games into it or something. I actually don't know. All I know is, is that people say that four would have stood up there with the best of the RPGs of that time mm-hmm. if more people had played it. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna guess that 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 that's pretty high praise when you think of the fact that Chrono Trigger. Yeah, and like Earthbound and Final Fantasy VI all exist, and they're saying Final Fantasy Star Four is is you know it's right up there as contender for the best. Um, I'm trying to figure I, out I, if I, I'm trying to figure out if I should if I should have Jesse play Earthbound. Yeah, like I probably should, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's it's fantastic. Now she, I would say it's harder than six. It is until you get used to the battle system. It is a very system. difficult game, and yeah, it's. But it's 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 a great story. It's a super yeah. cool story. Yeah, and it's not really like anything else of that era. I mean, it's not like anything still. It's true. Um, and I, I like I wouldn't mother the the first. I mean, I don't know. It's not really the first Earthbound, but the first the first one in the series is kind of it's kind of whatever. It's cool, but Earthbound I would say is that's 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 one to play for sure that and she could also play mario rpg that's like a really fun she has already played mario rpg i had her play that years ago yeah that one i love so like i've had her play that i've had her play chrono trigger and cross we went through those uh she played paper mario okay we're we're doing ff6 now and i'm i've been thinking about what's next and 
I think Earthbound is a good one. I mean, so, I mean, like, you're going to jump out of that immediately once I say the other thing where she's like, I feel like I should play Final Fantasy VII now. Well, I mean, I'm always going to say play Final Fantasy VII. Of course, yeah. (laughs) I can't help myself. And it's like, (laughs) on one hand, on one hand, yes. But then there's the question of, like, man, are we really going to play the original and then go into the remake? Like, do I want to put that much time into FF7? I No, I, I will. Okay. Uh, you haven't played the remake yet, and I no. say yes. I think the remake won't be... I think the remake will be weird without playing the original. That would be my take. Yeah, no, that. I don't think I want to jump into the remake without playing the original. Because I, I have heard, without without significant details, enough times that they are different. Uh, Yeah, enough so that I was really mad at the remake at first. And really mad sounds stupid because I wasn't actually mad. I was just frustrated because it felt like a wasted opportunity. And I don't, and I don't mean that in the way that I think a lot of people meant is that they should follow the story verbatim. I think it's much different than that. And I, in fact, I'm worried that what they're going to do with part two of the remake is is just go back to following the original story verbatim, which I hope they don't because it'd be a huge mistake. Yeah. And I can't go into that any more than that other than until you play the remake. Right, right, right. Um, But all I, 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 I strongly believe that the remake will would be an just an okay experience without having some sort of feelings about the original. Sure. Cause it's just, just a just lot of time to commit. It is. Cause seven, seven is, alone is going to be, you know, 60 to 80 hours. No way, dude. No way, no way, no way, no way. 70 is not. I've as someone who's played through seven a lot, you can definitely get through that game in a lot less time. Like, like 30 hours probably. It, Cause it's, you it's, can, it's so forgiving. You can get through it in that kind of time. If you know it really well and you're committed to, you can also get through six in 30 hours. But here we are pushing 45. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I, okay, so I think all right, how far are you? How much time do you think you have left in six? I'm looking at probably like it's hard to it's hard to say because like we could do we could go like it could be one recording session. We could just like we could just hand wave the rest of the stuff to do in World of Ruin and go straight for Kefka. And I think she'd be close to being able to do that. Yeah. So it could be one more recording session and we're like three hours away, but she didn't have like, she didn't have go, go yet. Oh, you gotta get go, go. And I mean, like, do you have Umaru? We did get Umaru. Yes. Yes. The best worst character of any final fantasy game. <laughs> she got Umaru and then immediately went to cultist tower. And I was like, wait, stop, leave. <laughs> wait, wait, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I so, d- absolutely sure. Try him. He's he's fun, but not here. <laughs> not here. Yeah, not no. here. No. If you don't like Gao, uh, <laughs> yeah, because Gao at least you have some control over what. Well, if you know what the rages do, yeah. Um, or you could just not have him use rages and just use magic. True, but some so of that's those kind of a waste are, of his talents. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of those rages are super awesome. Now, I will say that I. My first times playing through Final Fantasy VI, I was like, "This character is trash. Why would I ever want to be bothered?" To to, what? It's not that he's a bad character. It was more that I didn't want to be bothered making him good when I have a bunch of other characters that are good just by being them already without mm-hmm. extra work. Yeah. That that being said, if you put in the time to make Gao good, he's he's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. Apparently, but, you can get like the merit award from the from the uh, Coliseum. Mm-hmm. 
and you can give it to Gao so he can equip a weapon, and it makes his physical attack power like completely out of control. Oh, because he's he's not. Because oh. he yeah, because he he can't equip a weapon normally. He fights he fights unarmed. Mm-hmm. And he's not really allowed to equip weapons. But to compensate for that, his base attack power is like outlandishly high. Right. Yeah. So you give him the merit award so he can equip any type of equipment, and then you can start slapping weapons on him, and then it just goes through the roof. <laughs> that sounds fun. I think I'm planning on playing six at some point, uh, some point soonish. And I want to I want to make Gao, I want to make him usable. I don't want to like master him, like get all the rages, but I'd like to, I'd like to get a few of the good ones and and yeah. And, and mess around with him because I've never played that game using Gao ever, even though I've always been like, I know he's good. I just, you know, <laughs> he, like he can be good if you know what you're doing with him. But like when you're just kind of like picking things out of a list at random, yeah, you can also just auto crossbow most and, of the game. <laughs> and then you just have to sit through a battle where he just does the wrong thing for the entire fight. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like for 15 minutes where it got to the point where you actually fast forward. Time. Yeah. Like not even like I didn't even fast forward the video. I actually just fast forwarded the game itself. No, I know. Yeah, you could see the little the little bar open up at the top. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I understand this. Yep. Because like we're not playing the game. We're just watching the game until it's finished with what it's doing. That was real. That was honestly so I was like, please don't please don't die. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, man. Oh, that would have been edited very differently if we had gone through that entire sequence and then just died at the end of it. I was I was nervous. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. But so Earthbound, I think Earthbound, I would say, OK, so I would say play seven. You have a lot of time before you have to play the remake. So you don't have to play seven right now right. unless you guys are itching to play the, the part one of the remake now. Cause I'm no, going we're, to, we're not. Yeah, I didn't think so. So I'm going to assume you have, you know four or five years before you have to worry about yeah that. right my um, initial thought was like i'm just gonna wait till the entire until the entire trilogy yeah that's yeah that's what i'm saying is that you probably have f somewhere between four and eight years before <laughs> before they're done with i they this. haven't even like they haven't even talked about part um, two about part two yet like no and i assumed it would come out faster because too. the engine and the assets are ready now. Well, except they that don't have probably, to make those. My, my my wondering now is if they're going to stop that and then do whatever they're doing with 16 and then <laughs> and then just use that engine or something. No, weird. you know, they've got you know, they've got separate teams working on those things. Yeah, like, those projects are both too important for them to just stop and then like stop and be like, all right, let's focus on this. Talking about square mismanaging their properties wouldn't be unheard of seeing as how they they made That's a motion true. picture that actually caused them to go bankrupt which made enix you know it's so enix enix is this is really cool company that did a whole bunch of awesome stuff with different games and then square kind of screwed themselves over with so they were both having financial issues yep enix's financial issues though were almost entirely because of the the timeline of when the stock market is supposedly important and so it was kind of a, a, a made-up issue like yeah, it wasn't yeah. near, it was just because oh the end of this year they didn't release a game so their stocks went down 50 percent, which is of course all arbitrary and stupid right um, but because right. of that they were having issues and then square was having issues because they released a terrible motion picture that yeah they <laughs> that literally lost money on like actually spending money to release something and it performing poorly 
Yeah. And so they were in a situation where they needed help. And Enix was nervous to buy out Square, but they ended up they ended up uh, taking them. But somehow, basically, Square killed Enix from the inside, and then they became the the major person in charge afterwards. Like once they became in charge, there's some really weird things that happened in terms of how teams were distributed throughout the the square mm. enix kind of merger and then the fact that square was titled first it's it's an odd yeah it's an odd i always history. thought that was weird when because i always thought square bought enix and it's it's, it's actually more that, that way enix because like square, square soft properties were always bigger in the west than enix properties like yeah we never like dragon warrior and you know later dragon quest when when they got renamed like those games were here but like they didn't have the footprint that final fantasy did no not even close and certainly and, not, certainly not by the PS One era. Like, yeah, is they they it was a it's an interesting it's an interesting read to, and there's not that much known to the public, obviously, because yeah, it's it's a uh, a Japanese company which are, they're not known for <laughs> divulging, divulging anything. Details. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's but just kind of what you can read or piece together from different articles and stuff. It sounds like there was some some stuff that happened internally that kind of caused square to basically destroy the people that <laughs> saved them and i always uh, i always thought that like after the after the square enix merger like enix properties never really and like the enix properties never really were as as, as notable i guess no. you, you would nope. expect them to be prioritized and it just didn't seem like they ever were so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and and I don't know how we got talking about this, but oh, it was just the idea of Square being <laughs> Square. Square might be their own enemy. <laughs> they really so, are. So I, who I think knows the what they're scope doing? Scope creep and a lack of producers that can limit it is yeah. is Square's biggest enemy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because thirteen was kind of the start of all that when they were like, "Hey, do you want to make a video game, or you just want to make a whole bunch of concept art and then hope it works out?" Yeah, let's go yep. with that option. <laughs> yep. Hopefully it comes together in the end. Hey, listen, hear me out. What if car? Oh, sure. Yep. Okay. Let's work on this for 13 years. Let's and uh, let's make it so it has almost no story. So we need to release a movie to have it make sense. Oh god. And then at the end of the game, we will skip and over all anime. the interesting parts and just say, "Yeah, now you're all adults." <laughs> Now you're all old people. Let's. let's all right. All right. I don't want to talk this any. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It hurts. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. So the 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 moral is, player Fantasy Star is awesome. Oh yeah, no that too. Fantasy oh, yeah, Star and, was great. Fantasy Star was like I didn't play it, <laughs> but like I actually have like an inclination to play two. Yeah. After so I watching I, one. So two is going to be way different because it's it's over the it's it's a, like a standard kind of um, the dungeons aren't first you, person anymore. I prefer that. Oh no, I usually do too. I I was I if if given the option, that's what I would that's what I would pick. It was just so cool in Fantasy Star to experience it because I didn't. I, I've I've played a little bit of Etrian Odyssey on one mm -hmm. of the 3DS releases and it was okay. Yeah, um, that's but I never got where into I was it. too. Yeah, and so I didn't expect it to work as well as it did in Fantasy Star for some reason. I don't know what it was. Oh, I, you know, I forgot to mention, you can save wherever you want. And yeah, you can have like I noticed five that too. save files. What the hell? I noticed that too, but only like the long play didn't save the game until like the last dungeon. Holy crap. 
So I like it was the only time that I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that looks like." Okay, cool. Yeah, you you just save save in any set. You have there's like three or maybe it's four. I don't know, but you save whenever you want, wherever you want, which can actually. Oh, that's what I was saying. Remember a long time ago, I was, well, a long time ago, <laughs> 30 minutes ago, I was talking about how the manual. <laughs> I thought you meant like last week. That, that's what I realized. Yes. <laughs> the manual is in the Sega Ages version of the game. Um, so one of the things the manual says is, hey, issues with the original Fantasy Star. There's a few spots that where you can completely lock yourself and, and you're just stuck there forever. So there's like some invisible, there's some pits that you can get roped in. in one of the dungeons, there's a person that's just like, he's just naughty and you shouldn't listen to him. He's like, hey, go over here. And if you do, you're stuck in a pit. And if you don't have either the, the is it the flute that teleports you out or or some item, then you're stuck in there. And if you save, then you're just screwed and you could have to oh. start over. Um, oh, there's wow. also a few, there's a, yeah, there's a few other spots where you could kind of soft lock yourself like that, where uh, it's, where, where you could save in a spot where you shouldn't have saved because you don't have something else. And, and obviously that's, that's not good, but you know, it is right there in the manual and it's like, Hey, these are some issues with the original game <laughs> and, or, or, or you can do stuff like a, if you turn down an item and it's gone forever. So you want to make sure you have inventory space for stuff. Hey, that's something I wanted to point out. Um, What's that? Boy, is the is the treasure chest industry in this world booming or what? Yeah, no kidding. Every like, single enemy has a treasure chest every and you're scared to open one. them. You're scared because sometimes they're bombs. Sometimes they are bombs or arrows. <laughs> or, or a spear or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, imagine an RPG where like the uh, your after battle reward might be trapped. Might be booby trapped. It's like, good job, you beat up that skeleton. Do you want that... to open this treasure chest? Yeah. Are you, you sure? Know, dude, no. When I was going through the last dungeon, I just stopped opening treasure chests because like I don't need money anymore, and I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's all that's gonna be in there, probably. Maybe a burger. <laughs> Mostly just money. Um, so, but that's that's again old RPGs, old kind yep, of a thing. It where sure it's is. like that's okay. I but mean, it's I, not okay. But even but it's... like. I noticed that because there are bosses that drop key items yeah. <laughs> and there are bosses that drop key items. And it's like, do you want to open this treasure chest? And you can say no yep. and just not get the key item. And then I'm like, okay, so what happens then? That's it. You've soft locked your game. Dear God. <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to eighties, uh, RPG design. <laughs> That's more like 80s Sierra, like, point yeah, click adventure it's, it's, design. Well, and I think that's the truth is, is that the one of the goals when they were creating Fantasy Star was to create an experience that people haven't had on consoles specifically before. So that well, I mean, like, getting, getting like, Sierra softlocked out of something is definitely <laughs> one of those experiences. Although I'm not sure it's one that we're better for. No, I'm, I'm going to pretend that that can't happen because I want to only live in a world where I like all the aspects of Fantasy Star. I mean, accept the flaws <laughs> and just enjoy the, enjoy the benefits. Of well, like which I said, there are a lot. And, and, and I would, I fully suggest playing this with, with a guide at this point. I, I would... I think it would be a, I think it would, it could actually make the, the game, you, you, my praise for the game would be much less if I hadn't used the checklist type guide for, for what to do next. And that's fine. I'm, I'm, 
I don't think that's a negative because that's true with a lot of RPGs for me. I don't I don't usually want to just waste my time walking around looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. I like getting into the next story beat or leveling up characters to a, for a purpose kind of a thing as opposed to just the idea of exploring. Right, uh, right. So that's not really a negative to me because that's how I've always enjoyed playing RPGs is with some sort of some sort of um, handbook type idea. Mm-hmm. So that's not weird, but I could see where if you hate that or you only you want to play it, you know, pure, then then Fantasy Star would probably have to be knocked down a few pegs just because of how old it feels. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I liked it. I had fun. I liked watching it, and I wonder if maybe I might not have like. I don't know. There's a couple of things like I wonder if like not having to struggle with some of the like you know the obtuse menuing and some of the like frustrating. Mm-hmm. Some of the frustrating, like, inventory management and, and stuff like that that we're talking about, like, not having to deal with those, like, maybe actually elevated my opinion of the game. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a situation where, like, watching it was, especially the, watching the it and being to able to skip past all the grinding. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, if you don't like grinding, you're not going to have fun with this game. Like, if that's something that you actively dislike, then this is a game not for you. But, like... It's just being able to skip through and see and see some of the cool parts of it. Like, and I tried to like basically skip through a lot of the dungeon crawling because it's just kind of walking through corridors. And if you don't really know where you're going, you're not really getting anything out of watching that. Mm-hmm. And then like, I would try to watch like the first fight against every random uh, encounter just to see like the animation, the animation. Cause that was always really cool. I was really impressed by that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of your own attack animations, like some of the magic and stuff like that. Um, yes, yeah, definitely. So, I, like, I tried to get a feel for that, but I mostly just, once I once I got a feel for those things, I mostly just skipped over the, uh, skipped over most of the grinding slash random battle encounter and dungeon crawling traveling sections and pretty much just stopped in on, like, the boss fights and the the town exploration Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, like I watched most of the like last couple dungeons because those were really cool, too. But mm-hmm. but yeah, like just kind of skimming through that in like a couple of hours and seeing like most of the the major beats of the game. Like, I wonder if that wasn't a like a more pleasant, more concise experience in some ways. I could see that. And then that's sort of what the Sega Ages version does if you wanted to play it. Too. Yeah. It, it So you almost get zero, you get very few encounters in the dungeon itself in the Sega Ages version, which is nice, because um, I could imagine that being very frustrating if you have tons of encounters and you run out of burgers to stuff in your face. <laughs> I love that, like, the primary healing <laughs> items are just cola. burgers and cola. <laughs> yeah, it makes me so happy. This is the future. Fantasy Star is predicting the the Wally future. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> by and large. <laughs> Thanks, Sega. Thank you. I'm I'm. Sega's I'm all right. Happy. Sega's yes. all right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to put them at the top or anything. But I I have to say I do. I could foresee. I'd like to play. I really do want to play uh, uh, Shining Force because I wonder yeah. if there's a world where Fantasy Star and Shining Force are the premier RPGs. As opposed to uh, Dragon Quest and, and Final Fantasy. Yeah. Well, and I suppose like Fire Emblem would be the the Shining Force because it's like tactics. 
True, 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 true. Or I guess maybe Final Fantasy Tactics, depending on what era you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's I just meant in terms of Sega. Like I could see. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm curious. I'm. I don't think I'm ready yet because I might need a break from RPGs. But understandable. I'm, I'm curious. You've been going hard. How, yeah, it's true. But I'm curious to see how Fantasy Star Two plays out since it's going to follow more of the traditional Final Fantasy and uh, Dragon Quest style of dungeons and stuff. I wonder how. Uh, so that means this maybe the story is going to be I don't know more important we'll see I really don't yeah. know it's like I I'm curious to see like if you do play it like will you actually like that better or will you actually be like oh, I kind of I kind of miss the corridor crawling true yeah well and it's not going to be a fair comparison simply because there is no Sega Ages version of these games uh, so it's it's playing it like yeah. the the legitimate you know, as it was, yeah, okay. as it were, um, interesting, which may be great, may be bad. I, I really don't know. Cause it's not like I'm, this is, this is new to me to be able to play an RPG with these kind of fast forward or not. Well, actually the second age doesn't have that, but it has just the, the easier play, but then both dragon Nate or uh, breath of fire one and two that I played through have the super Nintendo kind of cheats. If you were, if you want to use them mm -hmm. and it's, it sort of makes some of the old RPGs way more playable when you don't want to be bothered with kind of BS that can happen. Like, you know, you're on a boss and you're really low life and they suddenly use like four death spells in a row. And you're kind of like, nah, <laughs> sorry, breath of fire. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Play Fantasy Star if you're in the mood for an old RPG. Remember when you said that you wouldn't have much to say? No, no, I said I could make it short and just just end it with play this now. But to, that's now but that's not what this podcast is about. True. This, this podcast, podcast is, is mostly about, about us rambling. Th <laughs> this podcast is about us spending 70 minutes to tell you to that you should play the game. Yeah, and that's 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 what our dear listeners love to hear. Yeah. We do all right. <laughs> well, what, do, we, do we know what we're playing next? We haven't decided yet. We don't because my week has been a mess and I haven't played the things that I'm supposed to have played for next week. So surprise. We can we can talk about it. We, we can talk about it later. We don't have to. It'll be, be a surprise next week for on you the podcast because I have to I have to like a like recover from this week of work and also be planned to record early next week because I'm going to be out of town next weekend. Nice. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be out of town next I weekend. Wanna stay home. I want to stay home. <laughs> I Nope. The drawback <laughs> of being fully inoculated as of, uh, as of Monday as of yesterday, if you're listening to this on release day, the drawback is that now I have lost an excuse to not go out. <laughs> the, I mean, the benefit is, of course, not dying of COVID, which is a much bigger benefit. But, you know, I mean, it's 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 all right. But excuses, though. Just. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. No, you're right. It's this is for the best. It's. You know, I think we have nothing else to say. <laughs> I should probably stop. I'm very tired. Right. So, till next time, friends. <laughs>